You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey, how you doing? This is the movie show. I'm Active FM. I'm Sesh. My name's Ryan. And we are going to be doing a film that was made in the glorious year of 1997. I remember 97. I also, no, I don't remember it. I must be honest. I don't remember. I was there, but I was, I, I, mem- I, I got there in November. I remember writing the date. I was at school, obviously. Are you serious? I, I remember when I used to, one, nine, That's incredible. nine, seven, the that date. That is absolutely incredible. And then the rest was a blue. But yeah. I remember the date, writing the date. Yeah. Yeah, oh, can't believe it. Can can't you believe, believe it. it. And now we are sitting in 2023. Talking about a movie that I missed back a in 1997. A whole like 26, la- 26 mm. years later. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. And we only, it took us as long to watch this movie as well. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with us? It, it was a film that we were like thinking, well, it, yeah. it was sort of... It's, it's been on the, the long list of could yeah. be on the movie show movies. Yeah. 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 And finally, we took it to the top of the list and we, we and did I, it. And I think specifically because of Matt Damon. Isn't it? Matt Damon. Yeah. Ah, that guy. Honestly. He's good. He is so good. Yeah. He really, really, really is so good. And he's such a... Like, you know how sometimes you get these actors and then you like search their filmography and they're like, they've done jobs. They're famous, you know. They've done here and there. But like, Matt Damon is in the industry, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if you search his... um filmography on like imdb and stuff you'll see he's got writing credits he's got acting like a lot of acting credits like uh, Mm. like more than most people he's got and even an editor credits do you know that he's got an editor credits obviously he's got producer credits i couldn't find director i don't think he's directed anything as of yet but i wouldn't be surprised if he did and i would definitely be keen for that like really would be keen for for a a film directed by matt damon but he really is so good yeah i think the two films that a lot of people know him for is either uh jason Bourne Bourne, or the martian the martian but most probably uh jason Bourne the most because uh it's just one of those films that you know really i think it's quite a a film that um that got a lot of people's attention yeah so he was also in Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, that's right. Yes. With Christian Bale. I yeah. loved him in Ford versus Ferrari. I enjoyed him Com- in The Martian as well. Completely different character yeah. as well. And eh? that's what, what's nice about him is he's such, he's an actor. Like mm. he's the perfect definition, makeup of actor. You yeah. really feel like you're watching an actor. Yeah, no, it was really. Mm. So there's actually a very interesting story behind how this film came into Came to be, should Which I is say? Probably one of the one one of the another reasons. one of the reasons why yes. we decided to do this. Because I mean, yeah, you can say, but this is such an old film. Really, what was great? Well, we're about to tell you some of the really interesting and great things yeah. about this film. About Goodwill. Oh yeah, we didn't even mention the name of the film. Yeah. We are doing Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> In case you clicked on the, the wrong link. There we go. So this film has it stars Matt Damon as the lead role and Ben Affleck. And then um, Robin Williams. Like, those are the three, like, big names. They're, and obviously, there's... Um, what's his name? A few other characters. 
Ben Affleck. Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård. Ben Affleck's brother's in here. Yes, Casey Affleck. I did not realize he's an actor. And do you know how yeah. many films he's been in? He's, he's in, in Interstellar. Oppenheimer. He's in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Like, he's actually... Shame. I feel like, you know, when you're in your brother's yeah. um, shadow, he really nah. is... Shame. But sorry, sorry, Casey Affleck. Yeah. We will take more notice of you from now on. Great. But this film... So... Ben Affleck and Matt Damon met. Uh, Matt Damon was 10 years old. Ben Affleck was 8 years old. That's when the two of them met. But then in high schools, when they really, really became like good friends. So they grew up together. They literally are like best friends. Like they literally are, are best friends. Yeah. And um, they both obviously went into acting. And if you actually search this, I think it's on Vanity Fair. There's a video. You know how they do those like career videos for actors? Mm. They've done one with Ben Affleck and um, Matt Damon together where they actually discuss their career together because they've done a lot of work together. And before Good Will Hunting, I think there were two or three projects that they did, they were acting in. The first one, they were two extras mm. out of like a crowd of 30,000 people or yeah, 3,000 people or something like that. But they were, they were two extras in that, in that crowd. And then, um, yeah, they got like, like odd bits and ends here. But like this Good Will Hunting is the film that mm. really, really made them famous. And it was obviously their first um, Oscar for Matt Damon, it yes. was it was his first um, in a lead role, mm. and then for the both both of them together, it they won best screenplay. Yes, I just said that two actors won best screenplay. So how this film came into being was Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were struggling to get work. They were two broke dudes trying to become actors, and they were struggling to get work. And so the concept behind this film was kind of like a portfolio so you know like nowadays you'll just go and create a website or a youtube channel or you know you'll you'll do that in those days obviously that social media and that wasn't a thing so their aim was just to get this on a video cassette tape that they could take to people and show them their work so that's that's how this film started but even before that um when Matt damon was in his fifth year at harvard he was in a playwriting class and the culmination of it was to write a one act play and he actually wrote the first act to this movie. And he still went up to his um, professor at the time and said, um, you can fail me because I, I didn't actually follow the assignment correctly. But I actually think that this is the, the start of a very good film. And it was the first act of Good War Hunting. Mm. And the professor was so impressed that he gave him an A plus and told him to keep going with it. And because of the response from, from the professor, he then actually went to Ben Affleck, who's his best friend, and said, listen, I've started writing this. Um, I've nowhere, but I, I don't know where to go from here. Um, ben Affleck read it and said, I also don't know where to go from here, but I think we should work on it together. And so they ended up writing the script together. But apparently it took long. It was like a five-year process or something. Did you hear what the original story was, what this film's original story was? I know Matt Damon wanted to, to be a, um, was it physics? Because in the film, he's a maths genius. Yeah. He won, but that's all I, that from... That, that, that's it. Well, from what I heard originally, it, it was this, this guy who was a genius as he was, but he was working for the government. Oh, basically. Flip. Yeah. And then through rewriting and just really trying to get it nailed yeah. down with Ben Affleck, mm. they then. I know that also, like, that, that they brought themselves into the, the writing process and the scripts because I think both of their parents or one of. One well, yeah, were janitors at um, 
either Harvard or some mm. university in America. Um, I know that Robin Williams' character, they, they, they both um, wrote, um, wrote it based on either one of their parents. Mm. So, like, they were really inspired by, like, like real life there was an actor, people. There was an actor in the one film that, that we did. Um, what is it? Something Dogs? Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. And the one actor that, that was hired in there was mm. specifically so that they could nail yes. the movie. Well, yes. well Robbie, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams was yeah. that character, yeah. well, that actor for um. this film. So at the time, obviously you had big production companies and then you had little people, little people like Quentin Tarantino and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and people like that who were trying to get into the industry. And so instead of now trying to go to these big studios, what they ended up doing is just making indie films. So yeah. for example, Reservoir Dogs was Quentin Tarantino's indie film that made him who we know him mm -hmm. as today. But also when he wrote it, um, the reason, I can't remember who it was again as well, but that actor brought in so much funding for the film. And so they were like, we want to do that. We want to, so when they wrote Robin Williams' character, I think his name was Sean, they wrote that character knowing that this character is going to be, we're going to cast a big, big, huge name. Yeah. And then studios are going to want to fund it because this huge name has been um, cast. And that will basically get us like mm. financing for the film. And I know when they were writing it, possible ideas that they had in mind was Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington. So they were, but they, they kind of kept it open. Like they, they still said they, because obviously Robin Williams' character and Matt Damon's character in the film both come from Boston, the same, the same spot in Boston. So yeah. that's why they can relate a lot. Um, if Morgan Freeman or Denzel Washington um, was cast, what they then would have done is like almost played on the whole racial tension. Um, and then if they wanted like Meryl Streep, if she got cast, um, they would have then, instead of having a father-son relationship going, they would have had a mother-son relationship going. So they, they said they kind of like, they kept it open for like any possible, like any, just as long as it was this big actor mm. that could come in and could get them good financing for their film, they were happy. And um, yeah, Robin Williams was the the lucky man that got yeah. to be in this film. Yeah. And he actually read the script and he was like, I'd be crazy not to do it. Yeah. Like he was completely blown away by, by yeah. the script. It was on, on, on Saturday, we, as a family, we, we did the whole, you know, when you sort of movie surf and you look for a good film. Yes. And uh, it was actually a very, um, a very sad evening because the, the movie that we originally picked. So we, we had choices and uh, one of them was Grown Ups, quite mm. a co oh, yeah. comedy, uh, fun movie. We were like, ah, oh, it looks like one of those films, you, 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 it's going to be like the usual. Yeah. We're looking for a good film. Then we found the one film, the trailer looked good because it looked very, uh, you know, like a mysterious type of thing. We watched it, we were bored, so, so bored. <laughs> Because the movie just like rolled on and, and, and it had some good actors in it. Oh, serious? Well, yeah. And, and then we got to the end and then when we finished it and you know Netflix, when you exit the, the film, you go back to and then in, in the top bar is, is a film and usually the trailer starts playing and it was the grown-ups. And just when the trailer started, we were, we were like so full of so much regret. We were like, ah. Why did we? Because it, it was like an epic moment. Yeah. So um, when I watched this film, I was like, ah, mm. yes. Mm. Mm. Because it's, this film is brilliant. No, it is brilliant. I, I enjoyed it. Just, just know that uh, when you watch this film, you're going to be hooked. 
Uh, and you're going to, because like, I also watched the film, uh, it was late at night when I watched this film, and I thought to myself, okay, now usually when it gets that late, if it's that bad, especially when you've got a lot of things happening the next day, you're like, okay, I, I, I might just want to just skip a couple, just see what, you know, depending on the film, this movie, I was just like, it was late, I knew I was going to go to bed really late, and I just said, it's fine, it, I'm, gonna it, watch it. I'm actually going to watch it, because this is, the, I can't, I can't not watch this yeah, film, yeah. so it, it was, was, it was great. And the crazy part about this film as well, is it's not a, it's not a very complicated film in that Mm-mm. it's basically just a whole bunch of people sitting in different rooms having conversations. If you think about the film, like down to like a very like minimalistic level, right? This film, that's all it is. And the reason was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck knew they weren't going to have a big budget. So they didn't want to like go crazy, you know, mm. have car chases. Because, I mean, they're not going to be able to afford that. So literally, it's just these characters um, going through life. You know, it's obviously an interesting concept. Like, yeah. what if this Matt genius became a janitor at a... I, at think, a, I think he was a, a, a very interesting character. No, he was a very interesting character. And then character. also uh, what... What made it more interesting was the interaction between uh, the doctor, the, the the guy who yeah, Sean, Sean, mm. Sean mm. who uh, between him and how he's going to kind of kind of yeah get, uh, try and bond with this mm. boy and help him and sort him mm. out. Mm. And then on top of that, at the at the end of the film, it's it's not like it really even sticks. So it's not like. Uh, uh, the usual film where they end and they're best friends for life and yeah. they ended up moving to the same city and he ended up being this man's best friend and you know it, it was nothing like that it, it was absolutely just just true life and real so yeah. no it was really really cool apparently in the original plot like like sub, there was something i don't know if it was towards like just before production that it changed but originally the end of the film they were supposed to kind of go off together Oh, those two, and then someone suggested that uh, that um, that uh, will 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 rather <laughs> uh, go back for the girl, which the girl, which was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole way they ended, it, and this I thought this was brilliant. So the last line of the movie, Robin Williams mm. says, um, "He stole my line." Yeah, like that's literally the last line mm. of the movie. And apparently, with that scene, um, they they had they, I don't even think they had him speaking. Like apparently, we're supposed to just kind of like yeah, gaze like, and be like, oh, no, okay, okay. But what happened was they kept rolling, and mm. Robin Williams would literally just like they did sixty nine takes of him just he just he'd read it, say a line, and walk back in, and then walk back out, read it, say a line, walk, mm. and eventually, like one of the takes, he said. He stole my line. And at that point, Matt Damon was there next to the director because um, they, they Matt Damon reads out what he wrote to him, but they wanted it to be like he was almost responding to the letter. So they actually got mm. Matt Damon there that day to say the line, um, but not obviously not on screen. He was behind camera. But at that point, he just mm. shook the director because they knew like, this is the line. Yeah. Like, this was it. Like, this uh, is the... Yeah, that was that was pretty cool, and yeah. also I think it was an amazing experience for Ben Affleck and Matt um, Damon because apparently on the first day um, that they started shooting, they weren't acting that day. So, but they were on set, and apparently when they started, they just like burst into tears, like Is it? because 
I think also it was yeah. relief because they had been working on this for so long, mm. and like he like what I think it was Ben Affleck described it as you know how like climbing Mount Everest when you get to the top, mm. like that feeling of relief, like finally. we actually finally made after it, all of the sweats, after all of the tears, after all of the hard work. It's actually weird because um, uh, so if, if you actually read how how the script got wrestled between a, a, a lot of production mm. companies because people wanted to replace them, they they actually didn't want Ben and and Matt. As, as the actors yeah. they, they were looking more at um, other actors but then finally um, the, the production company that actually bought it out which was uh, not Miramax Films it was Weinstein wasn't that it? One, yeah. that one they bought it because he read the script and, and they bought it mm. and then obviously because the script had already been bought in Bought and bit, 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 bought. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Had already been bought and they were going now into like kind of a pre-production, production kind of stage and they were saying, no, we don't want um, uh, Matt Damon, uh, Matt Damon Matt and, and ben. ben. Yeah, Matt and Ben. There you go. Matt and Ben from now on or Ben and Matt to be the <laughs> actors and they wanted them as the actors yeah. but they already bought the script. So which, but then eventually uh, one, Weinstein, the company, they yeah. bought it and they allowed them to and I would have imagined that by the time you get there, all the fight, you you kind of not in the mood anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh well, let's just make the stupid. Me-. But but hearing that, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So in other words, they they were like, yes, yeah. we like finally, finally get to we do finally it. We finally made it. Yeah. Exactly. I know that when they wrote it, they said they wrote it and they wrote those two characters mm. for the. It's kind of like what the directors of Stranger Things did. They wrote Stranger Things, and the the only condition they had when um. When going to production companies with the script was we want to direct it, which if you're not a if you've never made anything before, mm. production companies are not gonna let you direct something like they're just not. Especially if you're no one, like who are you and why mm. are you coming and saying? Mm. But um, Netflix was the the only company that that agreed to that, so that's why Netflix mm. got to produce Stranger Things. Mm. But I read this; it was crazy. So what happened was they they sent the script to obviously different production companies and I quite know a what few story you're gonna yes tell. quite a few responded <laughs> but on page sixty like in the middle of the script uh, for no apparent reason like there's no reason for it at all they wrote a sex scene between the two professors right which are straight men in the film they're straight so they're it not gay make sense. so it makes no sense. Mm. And the reason they did that, so when um, Harvey Weinstein phoned them, um, he's like, it's cool, I want to make the film, but he, he sorry, the production company, company's mm. Miramax, that's mm. his produ- production company, mm. but he was like, I only have one big note on the script, and it's on page 60, and he was like, the two professors who are both straight men have a sex scene, what the hell is that? And the reason Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote that in was to see who would read the scripts and who hadn't read yeah. the scripts. Because if they read the scripts, that scene didn't make any sense. So they would have been like, what's happening on page 60? Mm. But because the other production companies didn't mention they it. They didn't even query about they it. They were like, they haven't read the scripts. No wonder why they didn't uh, want to put uh, ben, ben and Matt. Yeah, mm. as the, yeah. yeah. And then that's why they went with Harvey Weinstein's production mm. company because he was the only like producer or the only person that actually um, read the mm. scripts. And they, it's very clever though. Mm. There's a very clear idea that is smart yeah so if you're an aspiring writer director actor this is really like one of the mm. ways to get into the industry it's to write a script 
because you're showing yeah. off what you can do and then obviously if you want to get more into because writers yeah. can i mean you can write a script and sell it and then like that's it you get paid yeah. good job woohoo. Yeah. or like if you're wanting to go further than that you can be like i i want to write it but i want to be the cinematographer or i want to write it but i want to be the actor like exactly. i want this role you mm. get the script but you get me in mm. this role and i mean like even to pay up with someone and like, it's for a specific reason especially if you write something mm. and you want it you you like you want it to come across yeah the way that you wrote it yeah but i also think for them with this it was it wasn't that they wanted to write a script it was that they wanted to show off their acting yeah. and they they uh. weren't getting breaks so then they decided you know what we're gonna give ourselves a break we'll just write our own damn script <laughs> we'll write our own script <laughs> and then yeah and this film um like i said went on to win many oscars yeah. in fact it's a quite a cool story um, matt damon and both ben affleck share how mm. when they were filming goodwill hunting um they it was during the previous year's oscars and they was they were on set in a hotel room they were all betting on who was going to win that year and um you know that they, they, they watched the whole thing and it was really cool and the next year they were sitting in the front of the oscars winning oh, the man but so that like, it was wow. cra- it was a crazy ride for them because oh, of how wow. they yeah. yeah but um so Matt Damon became the fourth person to be nominated for both acting and writing in the same year. So he got nominated for lead role and mm. for writing. Um, following Charles Chaplin for The Great Dictator 1940. So in 1940, um, Charles Chaplin became, I'm guessing that's Charlie Chaplin, but he's Charles, yes. Charles Chaplin. Yeah. Um, he, he wrote and acted in Great Dictator. Orson Welles for Citizen Kane wrote and directed in 1941 and Sylvester Stallone for Rocky in 1976. Rocky also had the same one. He wrote Rocky and said, I'm going to star in... And he still had to sell his dog because he had no money. Do you remember that? And then after after he became like yeah. super famous and rich, he went and bought his dog back. So that was, yeah. that was pretty cool. But then at the time, uh, Ben Affleck was 25 when he won the Academy Award for Best Original sure. Screenplay making him the youngest person ever mm. to win the award. And Matt Damon was 27 and is the second youngest person to win the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Way so, to go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Shame, still in the days when you could actually, you know, get good awards and put in... All, nowadays. Yeah, nowadays it's uh, politics and... Uh, it's yeah. whack. It's whack now. But now how crazy is this? Mm. This just proves how famous Robin Williams was so when yeah. robin williams and matt damon were shooting the scene on the bench in the public garden it seems like they were the only people in the park like there weren't that many people yeah. like on screen mm. however due to williams being a massive star at one point over three thousand people were on location watching that scene how crazy is that like behind them yeah just because robin williams was there how there many three thousand people imagine keeping three thousand people quiet i know right but you know what's sad about that also is robin williams committed suicide yeah which just proves that like if you're chasing fame yeah. you could be someone who will will cause three thousand people mm. to come to a park just to watch you film a scene like they mm. they probably couldn't even hear him mm. because like there's no microphones mm-hmm. or anything you know mm-hmm. it's just like seeing him off in the distance yeah like literally mm. and yet and then mm. he still commits a suicide yeah. which is and then this was a funny fact i thought that this was actually quite funny so a uh, mini driver's character is skylar who's um matt damon's love interest in the yeah. movie and her character is named after damon's girlfriend skylar um satan stain oh i don't know how to pronounce her surname but she left matt damon for metallica drummer lars ulrich before filming began so they already so he named the character after his girlfriend and then just before they start filming she dumps him so damon and driver 
during the the but Damon and Driver, so the the girl that acted as his love interest in the film, became romantically involved during production. But Shame, I was just like, that's hectic. I'm surprised he didn't like go and actually change the the, the name. name, you know? Yeah. And then I was interested because. So Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote this. They've acted in a lot of movies. Like, I was shocked how many movies. I didn't mm. realize how many movies they've acted in together. And then I was like, have they ever written anything since? Was it kind of just like a, you know, we'll write this to make us famous and then cool. Once we're famous, we, yeah. then we just roll with yeah. it. Yeah. And I know even um, they were on an interview um, with... Um, um, his, na his name's gone. Late Night Host... Not, which, which one? There's not, so many. Not James Corden. Um, the other, the one that's got the j j j Jimmy Kimmel. The other one? No, that's the only one I know. Oh, I can't believe I It's not that. Jim uh, Gordon. No. Not that one. Not the British no. guy. No. He's also got dark hair. Yeah, you, they, I don't know the you, names you, of the other ones. A lot of people confuse Jimmy Kimmel and him. I can't remember his name. Mm. Oh my goodness. Mm. But anyway, so um, he, that he was even asking like why they haven't like written anything. And they actually have written something. So they then, um, in the, I don't know what year it came out, but two, almost two decades later, they reunited to write the movie The Last Duel. So, and they both act in it as well. But The Last Duel Jimmy was Fallon. also... Jimmy Fallon. Thank you, you thank you. Jimmy Fallon was interviewing them. In fact, he was interviewing them after The Last Jewel had just come out. And with The Last Jewel, they, they wrote in a, a female um, a writer named, uh, her name is Nicole something. Um, she, and a lot of people actually say she's a modern day Jane Austen. And Jane Austen obviously is the writer uh, yeah. of Pride and Prejudice and all of that. So like mm. she was a, and she's a, a renowned writer. Mm. So it's quite a big compliment for mm. a writer. But um, the whole point of The Last Jewel, so... Matt Damon had heard that a director, oh, Scorsese, Martin Scorsese, yeah, 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 yeah. had the rights or was wanting to make The Last Duel, but like nothing ever came out of it. And he had, I think, read the book and he was so impacted by it that he was like, you know what, I really want to make this movie. But the cool thing about The Last Duel is I've never watched it, but they, they show the same story, but from three different perspectives. So they showed from two knights and a female perspective. I, as far as I know, the two knights... So the one is married to the chick and the other one rapes, well, supposedly rapes the chick. I don't know what the story is. Nice. And then it's the last sanctioned duel in France. That's why it's called the last duel. And they literally fight to the death over the possible rape of one of the knight's wife. And I, I'm, I'm assuming the two knights are, I know Matt Damon is definitely one of the knights. I'm assuming Ben Affleck is the other one, but I could be wrong. Because I think Adam Driver was also in it, and he might have been the the other night. But they they the three of them then wrote the last duel. But it's pretty cool that they got a, a chick involved because they literally had two two perspectives of the story were from two guys, and then it was from a girl. Hmm. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, so they they wrote um the last duel, which I wanted to watch that movie, but. I never got around to it, you know, but I actually, I, I do, I do think that there are some scenes that, um, well, I suppose if it's also like rape, they, they, they would be, um, but I am interested to, to Check see how out. that one played out. And then the other film that mm. they've recently done together is a movie called Air. 
So A came out this year, 2023, and the whole thing's on, you know, the the um, Jordans, the shoes? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this is the big thing that you see now, especially with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck directed it. I was going to say, he directed yes, it, right? He directed it, yeah. and Matt Damon, so they're both acting it mm. as well, but Matt Damon, as far as I could see, is the lead. So so um, Ben Affleck um, yeah. cast Matt Damon to play, mm. and, and Ben Affleck said it was amazing ha- having him on set because mm. he literally said, like, at any point, you could the camera could turn to Matt Damon and he you could just see he was involved he was there he was acting even if the camera wasn't on him mm. like he was he was in his role doing his thing so mm. like the camera could always fall back on him type of thing because he was he like was a huge it. support mm. to to Ben Affleck so and I didn't know that it was um directed I've seen it and I've been like eh. but like the fact that I also want to watch it now because it's I actually, directed uh, by Ben Affleck it's actually weird I, I, I was actually watching interviews because he started popping up uh, you know, and uh, obviously they were they were doing a lot of interviews regarding this mm-hmm. film, the air, and even in the one uh, the one show host whatever talk thing, uh, uh, the the guy Jimmy Kimmel uh, interviews Ben Affleck, but he's talking about the movie, he's so excited, da 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 da, and you got some good actors, and he goes through a whole lot of actors, and then he doesn't mention Matt, Matt Damon, <laughs> and he's like, oh no no you're forgetting uh, another actor he's like no 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 that that's about it's like no no uh matt matt damon and then they do like a whole like kind of cool skit with it and he's like well we're not just finding up now and he's like no no wait i because uh, so the, the 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 guy that's hosting it kind of gives an impression that he's not really a big fan of matt damon, matt damon? but now you're talking <laughs> to ben affleck which is matt damon's best, best friend, friend yeah. and like they do they're doing a zoom call and then like they even make it like freeze and he's like oh, oh and it's like freezing on like bad parts of matt damon's face because you know whenever a zoom call freezes yeah. it's like at the like at the worst face type of thing so but that was on the whole air yeah, yeah. so those are two possible movies mm. we could add yeah but I think it. I really like Matt Damon. Mm. I have watched good movies with Ben Affleck. So the one that comes to mind first is The Accountants. Like I really enjoyed The Accountants with Ben Affleck. Um, I actually battled to to remember how Ben Affleck was because if you ever hear so um, watching an interview with Ben Affleck, you kind of really understand who they really are. Yeah. The accent that they talk with and that sort of stuff. And then, like, I was just trying to remember how the accountant was again, how he acted. And it's two completely no, different roles. he was very good in the accountant. So, he really was very good in yeah. the accountant, Jim. Yeah, so, but Good Will Hunting is a very good film. I would say the only issue I had with it was, number mm. one, the swearing. The yeah. swearing. Um, but if mm. you listen to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in interviews, mm. um, you like, oh, that's why there was so mm. much swearing in the film, because they yeah. actually do talk like that. And then the other thing was, um, there was quite, at, at times, there was dirty talk. Mm. Um, they didn't ever show, so they like are Like right from the beginning. Scenes. Yeah, right the from the beginning. The first scene straight up, I'm like... Okay. Volume. Two <laughs> young men <laughs> writing a script together. Yeah. I suppose that's what that would be the outcome. I wasn't expecting the the words though. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. But then um so they do have intimate scenes but they don't show you anything graphic. No. So there's nothing graphic but they there yeah. is talk and there yeah. are intimate scenes. You just don't mm. see anything. So um I'd say the mm. language was probably the biggest yeah. the biggest issue. Yeah and the, yeah. I think the movie was rated PG. And they were asking, but why? Why can't it just be rated R? I mean, come on. And he's like, well, for it to be rated R, uh, you have to use the F word only about three times. 
And then they were like, okay, uh, all right, that's fine. We'll cut back. Uh, how much do we have to cut back? And they're like, only about 240-something time F-words. And he's like, oh, okay. Because, so, I mean, like, there, there, there was a lot. Yeah, no, there was a lot. It's at that point, where it's almost unnecessary. maybe if you... <laughs> I feel like as an, an up and I don't know. Uh, look, the film industry was also a lot different back then. Hey, like wasn't this during the time of the whole Reservoir Dogs? It that, was that kind yeah, of thing. No, but also, I mean, Quentin Tarantino, yeah. that guy. Yeah, no, mm. and he writes his scripts. E- exactly. And, but then I, I also mm. know I was watching an interview. It was quite funny. Um, so Ben Affleck was saying one of the previous films, the film before Goodwill Hunting, they were in together. Um, they were playing. I don't know what sports team they were on, but the two of them. Um, we play so they played in the same movie with it was a bunch of guys um, yeah that, that were young that were on a sports team it was one of those type movies and one of the scenes Ben Affleck had to have his shirt off and he was really uncomfortable like he really didn't want like he had body insecurity and he didn't want to take his shirt off and he also didn't want to be doing push-ups in front of the other guys because he was embarrassed and they were laughing because they were saying in those days that was the time in Hollywood where you had to you had to pretend you weren't vain like everyone like people didn't want vain people they wanted everyone to be humble. Whereas now they were saying like on set, there's like, there's, there's places for people to go and work out. And like, they literally said like, now you don't have to pretend not to be vain. Like now everyone's vain. But like back then, in, and you actually do sort of mm. see it in the industry, like even in the films, like people, people were humble. I think people were more humble back then. Mm. Now, you know, you know. You kind of interview them and they're like, oh no, 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 really. It's, it's just, you know, uh, Ben Affleck, you know, and, no, we just work well together and the crew and no, no. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Uh, like you watch interviews and they're always talking about their co-star. No, no, like, oh no, they're just no. amazing. We they're just had a good team, they're great They're so down team. to earth and real yeah. and raw and yeah. Whereas like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck really, like you can see that they already mm. are good friends mm. and yeah, they're, exactly. not, they're not scared to rip each other off and <laughs> yeah. But it was really cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I would really say good. if you haven't watched this film, definitely. De- okay. And Robin Williams was so good in it. He is. It was probably one of my mm. favorite roles for Robin Williams. Like I know I watched him in, I mean, he did Peter Pan, the old Peter Pan. Mm. Um, oh, Robin Williams, I mean, he, he's done so much. Mm. But this role, I really, really enjoyed him. Yeah. I, I enjoyed him in it. Yeah. No, it was good. It was very good. So if you've not watched Good Will Hunting, go watch. I, I, I the fact that they used his name, Will Hunting is the character's mm. name. Mm. And then, like, I, I didn't see it coming. Oh, just a last piece of trivia. I don't know if you picked this up. In the beginning of the movie, so um, Matt Damon's character's name is Will, Will Hunting, and he's a janitor. But on his janitor uniform, guess what the name tag is? Bob. I'm not even joking. I still thought, ha, 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 his name's Bob. And then I forgot about it as the film went on because you obviously hear his name. Yeah. And only in doing research, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, Flip, he did have a Bob name tag. He literally had a Bob name tag on his janit- janitor clothing, which is quite funny. If you missed that one. Sorry, now, now you know. Now you can go back and watch you it. You see? Yeah. Go watch that. Go check it out. And sadly, don't watch with your kids. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Anyway, this has been the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. Until next week. We'll be back. Peace. Cheers. Active FM, the Netflix of radio. But better.